All right, everybody. Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, what really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Now, our very special guest, an absolute honor, all the way from Los Angeles, California, David Parnes. David, it's a thrill to have you on the show, my friend. Thanks so much for taking the time. Greg, thank you so much for inviting me. Uh, I hope that uh, I can give the insight per your introduction, and it's a real pleasure to be here, and I hope everyone's staying safe right now. Uh, yes, and, and I agree, and, and what, a, what a great time for everybody to, you know, they're at home with their families, and they're thinking about, you know, what's happening around us, but take the time to really understand that there are things that we can do in a positive and move forward, and this is one thing that I, I absolutely love and appreciate is that true professionals like yourself take the time to share your knowledge so that everybody can grow and learn. So when this does pass, we can just hit the ground running and continue and grow and scale our real estate businesses. So uh, without further ado, David, let's just jump into it if you're all right with that. Absolutely. Let's do it. Okay, fantastic. So let's just start, I guess, with the first question when it comes down to it is telling everybody just a little bit about yourself. Sure, absolutely. Uh, this is a, a real British accent. I tend to say that joke quite a lot. Um, I'm from London, born and raised, and I moved to LA about 11 years ago hmm. and pretty much kind of tested the waters as far as doing a spec house, which is a little bit bizarre since I didn't really know the market. Uh, it was in West Hollywood uh, where I lived. And my sister and myself, we bought a duplex and we converted into a single family house. We remodeled it. And James and I got our real estate licenses, and that became our first listing. Wow, unbelievable! And and all the way. So on the other side of the pond, when you when you said uh, England and going through, and and true and true, I have a fond uh, place in my heart for for uh, England specifically. I lived there for a few years with my family, and and so it's just interesting to see the dynamic. Why did you move in the first place? Why leave? You know, London. It's so beautiful, and and come into the states and and that sort of thing. What got you into the business? That that whole story. Well, Greg, I understand that, that my frame doesn't show the sky right now, but it is, it's blue, blue, yes. blue, blue, yes. and the sun is shining, and it is fantastic. And, you know, the truth is that, you know, I used to come to LA for vacation, okay. and I think that speaks volumes because now I actually live where I used to vacation, mm. and the reason I used to vacation here was because the weather's amazing, the, the lifestyle's amazing. Everything about Los Angeles for me, I love. I moved here 11 years ago and I never looked back and, and I'm very, very grateful for that. Wow, okay, and, and, and I think that does speak volumes obviously going into it. So why real estate, David? I mean, out of all the things that you could do with your life and your career paths, I mean, what got you into it and where you are to today? What, what's that background? So I think, you know, looking back um, when I was in London, I, I, I originally uh, obviously went to school, uh, went to university, studied economics and politics. Uh, well, when I say studied, I was kind of partying quite a lot, but I got out of, <laughs> I got out of university with a degree and it wasn't a bad one. So I, I don't know how I pulled it off, but somehow it just happened. Wow, I um, love it. Went to work for a hedge fund for free, actually, because my, yeah. my grades were okay, but they weren't really, you know, at that level whereby, you know, you're competing with these people from Oxbridge, you know, Oxford, Cambridge, hmm. uh, you know, the very, very best uh, as far as academia goes. And it was difficult to compete with those people. So I offered myself for free uh, to work for a hedge fund. 
uh, as an intern for, wow. for, for a couple of months. And, and I did that for free. And then a couple of months later, they, they, they gave me a job. It wasn't highly paid, but they gave me the job and, and I ended up being there for a year. Now, what was interesting about that was that I did not realize that I was witnessing the credit crisis in front of my very eyes happening. Wow. Hmm. The type of company it was, was an investment management company that basically managed all of the asset-backed securities and the residential mortgage-backed securities, commercial mortgage-backed securities. These are basically the, the assets that are held in these complex structures, which I didn't hmm. even understand at that point. Right. But then I realized these structures were holding such toxic debt and then ultimately you know, this is what caused the credit crisis. But hmm. right after that, I actually um, left there after a year and, and went to buy commercial real estate hmm. uh, around Europe, in Germany, Poland, for a private investor. Wow. So we started doing that. And, and then the credit crisis hit. And, and then you realize, and for me, I, you know, I was a relatively, at a young age, I was like 24 years old when it mm -hmm. started happening, um, that, my goodness, this is like, a situation where banks are failing like wow. when you see that it's just it, it's 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 it was bizarre mm -hmm. um so you know i had a lot of problems to deal with at that point you know um you know deals that have gone wrong keys going back to the bank and you know wow. lawsuits everyone sues everyone when things go bad mm -hmm. um and we won everything and we got through it it took you know a number of years but i in that process moved to los angeles mm -hmm. and started trading commodities um, and, and just stayed focused to get back into real estate. Wow. And, and, and that's really where it stemmed from. Okay. And, and that's, that's a good background for everybody to understand, you know, kind of the thought process and all that you've learned and grown from. And to become the top producer that you are today and, and, and everything that you do, you know, in the real estate world, which is absolutely top notch and phenomenal. And it's I mean, a mindset, Greg. It's a mindset. You know, ultimately, the way I look at it is that. You can be in any industry. Yes, I happen to be in real estate. That's the industry I happen to be in. And sure. I love it. And I was attracted to it and drawn to it. But the truth is that I think there's just that, that there's a common theme for people that have been a success in their field. People who yeah. I looked up to and still look up to being in real estate and being an agent in Los Angeles. And, and the truth is, it's like these people paved the way for us to be able to do what we do. But what they all hold in common is that they are never giving up they, mm. they 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 have tenacity drive um, and they, they they just don't give up on what they do and going into real estate agency it's a proven industry we're not inventing the wheel okay <laughs> we're going into something so so the way i looked at it is that if there are other people that are very successful in this field in this industry then there's no excuse there's no reason why i can't mm. do the same unless i'm giving up or wow. i'm not working hard enough and, and I think that's all I needed for, 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 to, to continue right. in this industry and, and to try and be one of the best is that I'm not going to give up. It's a proven industry. And as long as I don't give up and I work very hard, I can, I can be amongst the best. And I think that's, that's my mindset. And I think that hmm. that can be adapted to any industry. Well said. I, I mean, I, I think that that's inspired words uh, out there for not just real estate, but as you said, any entrepreneurial or business profession. I mean, the best of the best, they put hard work consistently throughout their lives and really get there um, throughout that. And you're a perfect representation of that um, through and through. And again, breaking well, no, no, records. I, I, mean, I appreciate that. I wouldn't go that far, but thank you very no, much. No, it's the truth. It's the truth. <laughs> you're being I mean, too nice. 
It's the truth. Everybody who knows you and loves you, respects you, that's the truth all the way through and through. And, and again, you wouldn't be breaking the records and, and doing the volume and, and really building those relationships and that reputation if that wasn't the case. So I, I got to push you back on that a little bit, David. But oh, I want to talk man. about um, you know, this, this next uh, period because obviously you know, hitting the numbers and doing everything in real estate is fantastic. And, and I, I know that there's people that are tuning in that are really excited because they're big fans of yours on a different segment, which is real estate related, but it's on TV and Bravo television. So I, I did want to ask you a little bit about that, but I did want to make an announcement, um, you know, that you guys do have uh, your next season. This is season 12, which is yes. incredible, a million dollar listing in Los Angeles. Uh, and that's May 5th. So uh, stay tuned, everybody out there who's watching or listening. Support David. He's absolutely incredible. You'll get to get experience more of him. But how did that process happen, David? How, how did you get on the show? How did things like that change and adjust? What was that like for you? So, so, so the truth is that, you know, firstly, I'm very, very grateful to, to have been in, in the position whereby, oh, sorry, James is actually calling me. I'm just going to text him saying, uh, sorry, I can't talk right now. Let me see if that works. Uh, okay. Oh, you there? Yeah, it started. It was great. It started cutting out. I just said your phone and that, no, you're good. We're here. This is what happens. You know, the phone typically <laughs> rings. I'd be worried if it, I'd be worried if it wasn't ringing. That's the well truth. said, well said, but I apologize nonetheless. So, so I think, you know, what happened was, you know, with the show, it was very, very unexpected. Um, you know, one day James and I received a phone call from mm. a casting company and, they were like, look, there, there's a vacancy opening up on Million Dollar Listing Los Angeles. And frankly, I watched that show. I mean, I really, really enjoyed watching that show up until that point. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> well, it changes everything. You know, you see things from a different perspective. But honestly, the truth is, it was one of my favorite shows. So it kind of like was weird because within like a week, we had a camera crew following us around mm. for a week. So wow. from literally nothing to having a camera crew, and bear in mind, we had only recently started our company at that sure. point. So not only were we green and starting off, we had a camera crew following us. So mm. it, it was kind of cool. And what we learned is that they'd done that with like, they'd interviewed like hundreds of agents and then they whittled it down to 10. They wow. sent the camera crew out to the top 10. And thankfully we were one of those as, mm. a, as, a, as a twosome, uh, one of those top 10. And, 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 and then we got a call like a couple of months mm. later saying, okay, let's start shooting. And, and literally, when I tell you this, we have not stopped shooting ever since because I don't know if people realize this, one season on our show takes about a year, 11 months to a year to film. Wow. So think about it. If we're huh. shooting for 11 months, uh, give or take, then that, that season airs. And then a month later, we're, we're shooting for this following season. So it's, hmm. it's, we've been shooting now for like six, seven years. But Wow. It's been amazing. It's been an incredible experience and it's really, really helped our business. So I'm very, very grateful for that. Wow, that's huge. And again, it's just so great to hear you talk about, you know, how it's progressed and what, what it all takes all the way through and through. And there, there's so many pressures all around the real estate transaction and life in general. But I can only imagine having a film crew around you all the time and really just going through it. That's another level of pressure and stress, I, I, I would imagine. But it's, 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 you know, it, 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 it was strange at the beginning, but mm. honestly, you, 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 you have these opportunities in life and, and, and we've got to take them. And this is a bizarre one. Don't get me wrong. You know, sure. a lot of people fly to LA and move to Hollywood and Los Angeles because they want to be on TV. Well, in my case, I promise you, it was the last thing I was thinking. <laughs> I was like, it was the opposite. And somehow oh, wow. I ended up on TV and it is mm. great and it's incredible, but it just shows life 
sometimes just works out in, in different ways. And when you get amazing opportunities, um, it's just really important to put that fear aside and, 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 and just see, you know, I, I always get into my head, you know, this is sure. just something about me. I, and, and I tell my movie is wrong every single time. Like mm. I, whenever I worry or I get anxious or stressed about something, it's very rarely ever comes to fruition. And in fact, sometimes it's the opposite. So certain days when I, when I get up in the morning and I'm a little bit anxious and mm -hmm. I know what I got on the calendar and, and for some reason I'm, 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 I'm fearful or I'm anxious like you know anyone is, right? Sure. I, I just tell myself, you just got to go through it. And sometimes by the end of that day or by the end of that week, I look back on it and I think, thank God I did that. Thank God uh -huh. I didn't cancel that or I, mm -hmm. or, I, or I showed up to that and I did what I was meant to do. And actually it was really great. And I think mm -hmm. through that fear and anxiety, that's our time to grow my time anyway, and, yeah. and looking back on any success and any experience, it's always been fear-driven at the beginning right. and, then, and then comes to fruition at the end. So, wow. so that's, that's, that's my perspective. No, and, and that's huge, though, David. I mean, more pearls of wisdom coming out of you, which is fantastic. And again, the takeaways and thought process, and there's a reoccurring message so far, the mindset and the thought process and, and true professionals really just go with that. And there's no such thing as growth and comfort. Um, and I think that the faster we get comfortable being uncomfortable, the better off we're going to be. And you're and, a living and proof. That's it. And, and Greg, you know, this ties into exactly the situation we're sitting in right now. You know, there, right. there's a virus going around. It's killing people. It's infecting so many people, world leaders, royal family members. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's, it's very, very real. And as a result, you know, we're, we're quarantined, okay, mm -hmm. worldwide. And, and, and what's interesting is it's just another opportunity to, to reassess mm -hmm. and, and figure how we can adapt and grow. And, and don't get me wrong, you know, as far as like reassess and, and re-strategize, it's temporary because mm -hmm. in my opinion, I'm very optimistic this is going to pass. The right. market will be stronger than ever, but it gives us this opportunity to not only appreciate how it was before and how great it's going to be in a few months time, mm -hmm. but also to spend time with our family. You know, my two-year-old that, that's just starting to talk and, and, and being able to spend that quality time with her and, and look at the sky and, and there's no smog and, 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 mm. and, and, and nature is really thriving right now. It's just these, it's these, it's these beautiful moments and, 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 and advantages and, and, and real benefits through all what could be perceived as negativity. And again, it's a perception. It's, a, right. it's about the way we perceive things. I love that. And I think that there needs to be more and more positivity out there in the world. There, there is a lot of uh, negativity and there's a lot of uh, bad things that are happening and we're not discounting that, but you're thinking, you know, Hey, how can we look at the silver lining and, and what can we really reflect on personally, professionally, and as a community, um, as, as a country, and then as, as a, as a world, right. As, as humanity. So I just think that that's a, a well way to look at it. And again, that's that positive mindset and thought process. Cause there's so many people that are not in great uh, headspace right now and, and understood, but, um, again, just keep forging and, and really focus on the, the things that are truly important to us. And, um, sometimes these things happen for, to kind of force us to really reevaluate all those things. And, and uh, you know, no one wishes ill on anybody, but, you know, we got to take the situation as it is and keep pushing uh, forward in a positive. Now, with that being said, though, David, I want to dive a little bit deeper into you as, as a person and, and as a man. And, and this next question, um, you know, is actually a really, really great one to do that. And it's the, it's the what's your why question and what really motivates you, excites you every day, gets you out of bed every morning to do what you do to the level that you do it at? So I think, I think, you know, a lot of it is, is, you know, when you commit, in, in my case, 
you know, I've committed and I'm talking, talking about professional level and then, you know, a personal family level, but sure. on a professional level, I've committed, I, I've set goals and, and I've committed to, to a, to, 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 to a profession for better use mm. of the term. Right. And if I'm going to be doing that and I'm going to want to provide for my family and I'm going to want, I think I owe it to myself and to my family to at least try and be the best I can mm. in that field that I've chosen to be in. And in this case, again, it's real estate. Now, there is a fine line, ultimately, Greg, between letting it consume you mm. and that will be at the detriment of the work-family balance because that, that's it at the end of the day. You know, you've got your work, you've got your family. So, so for me, you know, I want to be the best at what I do and, mm. and, and, I'm, and I'm working to be the best at what I do, but at the same time, I'm very aware that I don't want that to come at the expense of neglecting my family wow. or not being a good dad, not being a good husband, brother, son. Um, so, so, so for me, the biggest challenge is, is really that balance. Um, mm. and it's a given that I want to be the best in what I do, but sure. you know, I don't want, you know, being the best in real estate to come at the expense of being the best in the family or vice versa. So wow. again, it, it's, it's the balance and I'm yeah. trying to maintain that balance. And let me tell you something. That's my biggest struggle. <laughs> sure. And I think that the best of the best, that's what anybody across the board is. Anybody has goals and is really aspiring to hit those boundaries and exceed those. I mean, there's sacrifice going around. However, as long as you stay conscious of that and really what the ultimate goal is to hit certain things, but be focused on your family. And as you said, what are the priorities and putting perspective on that? I think that you're better off. You have a better opportunity at having that balance. But for somebody who just solely focuses on the goal, um, you know, when it comes to career, a lot of things fall by the wayside. It's not just relationships. It, it could be spirituality. It could be your health. Um, there's so many things that are sacrificed that way. But really trying to put that in perspective, I think is great. And it tells everybody a lot about your why. Right. Because at the end of the day, there's always more production to be done. There's more, uh, you know, families that can be helped. But at the end of the day, we really should be focusing on ours. And if we can't get ours right and we can't really influence that, then as far as I'm concerned, the rest of it is for not. Um, you know, I, couldn't, so I couldn't agree more. Like, like that, that, that's what it that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. And look, there's always going to be more deals to be done. Um, there's always going to be, you know, other days that we can, you know, put more hours into work. But I think, again, we don't want to shortchange ourselves. We want to make sure that we are, you know, we're, we're delivering on all fronts. And, and again, I, I, I couldn't agree with uh, more with, with everything you said. I think it was wow. spot on, Greg. Yeah, no, this is great, David. Okay, so again, getting deeper windows into you, which I think is phenomenal and fantastic. Let's go into the, the, uh, one of the crowd pleasers in this particular series. They always want to learn from the Titans, very specifically in how they grow and scale their business. So, David, I'll ask you it this way. If you could look back at your career thus far, and pick or choose one or two things you added to your business that you really saw it grow and scale from that point. Uh, what's that look like for you? So I think for, for me personally, um, and it goes back to, you know, the first listing and, and that was a house that I, a spec house that I built with my sister and, mm. you know, um, and, and, and the interior designer was actually uh, James's mom, my business partner. But the, wow. the way, the way I look at it is, is, is from that, I, I ended up, uh, buying another house and building and I've been building um, ever since um, and it's given me a, a good a, a decent knowledge of construction and what that's mm. enabled me to do is work with developers and actually speak their language mm. um, so that I'm either JVing right now and building houses with clients or wow. coming on to consult with them while they're building um, in order and, and obviously get the listing as a result of that sure so I think for me 
that knowledge and that experience of knowing how to build houses and being involved in the construction process has been hugely rewarding and hugely, um, I suppose, a big, a huge contributor to my and James's listing portfolio right now, um, okay. which 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 is big and, and and at the same time, it's given me the confidence to be able to speak to clients from more of a, a, a knowledgeable standpoint and they appreciate mm. it it's just really really worked love that oh gosh uh sorry one sec my phone oh. is blowing up you're, t- uh, you're totally good it just it just went on there again i'll uh i'll, I'll address everybody out there and just kind of rebuttal of, of what you're talking about i think that you know what inspires me through that thought process is you're being a true practitioner david and and you're looking at it from the ground up is understanding the full aspects of, of your profession and everything around it so that you can truly have those conversations in depth with those developers, with those investors, anybody that you're talking about on the, on the real estate side um, and get things done to a higher standard. Not every real estate professional that's out there um, can say that they do that by any means. And, and it's just fantastic that you, you're representing a true practitioner. In your I business. appreciate that. The only thing is I can't get the screen back up. Oh, here we go. Zoom. Let me see. Okay. We're back on again. Okay, I apologize there you for that. <laughs> you're, you're totally good. There we have it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I apologize for that. See, again, my phone's blowing up and I just have to see if it was an absolute emergency, but no, all is good. <laughs> okay. No, you're totally good, David. And, and again, I just, I love that fact that you had mentioned that. I think that the, the message for everybody out there is watching or listening is really just dive deep into your craft, understand it and, and, and be better than everybody else in that way of just constantly learning and growing. Um, and, and I love the fact that you do that and have done that for such a long time. And again, building your portfolio through true hard work, um, you know, is there, there's no, uh, there's no elevator to you know the top, right? You got to take the stairs. And you got to uh, take the stairs. You got to take the stairs. There's no shortcuts. And and let me tell you something. If, if there were shortcuts and they were taken, uh, in my opinion, it's going to go down as quick as it went up. Hmm. Um, which which is another thing as well. It's about you know the the certain values as far as business goes. And and I have my own personal values. I treat my clients as though I would treat myself. And I know that sounds hmm. cheesy, but the nope. truth is that. If, if I'm asked and, you know, if I'm asked my opinion, I'm going to give my honest opinion to a client as though I was giving it to myself. And, you know, this is a long game and ultimately, you know, it's reputation. It's, it's about ethics. Uh, it's about not taking the shortcut. It's about drive work, being honest, being ethical, treating your clients as though, you know, you would treat your family the same way. Right. And, and I think that is the strongest foundation and obviously the foundation that feels the best as well um, to, to grow a business. Uh, in, and, and being in a sales industry, right? Sure. That, that's not really the norm, but, but I do feel that, that it doesn't have to be the other way just because you're in a sales industry. I think that mm. absolutely one can be successful and probably more successful and longer term by, by doing the right thing and, and, and behaving correctly and ethically. Hmm. I love it. And again, these are huge nuggets of takeaways for, for producers all over the world to really understand the fundamentals and, and really continually push the envelope of what that true expectation of a, a real estate professional is. And not everybody's created equal. And, and I think that a lot of that has to do with that mindset, that work ethic. And, and again, when it comes down to it, just morals and ethics into your business itself, treating people the way that you want to be treated, as you said, you and your family, I mean, that golden rule sort of scenario I wish it was common practice, but it's just not. Um, well, Greg, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Look, life is very complicated in itself. Things happen every day, like, you know, what we're going through right now. And, and, and you know, by taking these shortcuts and, and, and telling lies and being unethical, all we're doing is we're just complicating our lives even more. I mean, life is going to be complicated and it will catch up with you in the long run. 
Right. You know, if, if you screw someone over, if you're dishonest, it, it does every single time. I, and, and, and it's just so short minded and it doesn't feel good either. Mm. So I think that, you know, I'm a very much a, an advocate of, of just be honest and, and, and just, you know, even if, even if it's difficult to give a client bad news, but it's the truth, right. you've got to do it because in the longer mm. term, they're going to respect you more as a result of it. And that also goes for overpriced listings, by the way. You know, there's, ah, well said. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of agents out there that, that you know want to buy listings, and, and they'll they'll just you know tell their client that their property is worth much more than it is in order to secure the listing, but that doesn't really do their client a service. No. And sometimes, if if one is honest and just says, "Look, you know, that guy may have said that he'll list your house for whatever it is, thirty five million. I'm telling you, it's worth twenty. Mm. You know, we can have this conversation again in two months' time or three months' time when the property hasn't sold, but right. I'm going to be honest with you. And, and, and nine times out of 10, if they, if they really believe what you're saying and there's no reason not to because you're being honest, mm. they're actually going to go with you anyway because you're the one that's telling them the truth. And, 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 and again, you know, it's not what my gut or anyone's gut feels that they want to hear, that mm. their property is not worth what they think it is. But sure. if it's the truth and it's the facts, it's our duty to, 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 to relay those facts. And, and it always works out correct. Mm. I just, I can't, I can't thank you enough for showing that true character and integrity. Cause that's what that is. That that's integrity, yeah. that's character. That's the way that it needs to be done. And again, setting that example for so many real estate professionals who are watching or listening to this, listen to David, listen to what this man is saying. This is honest truth. And this is the way you should conduct yourself every day, all day when it comes down to it. Uh, so I do want to shift gears on this one. And this actually gets tricky in this particular series. It's the challenge question. Now, David, I'll lead into it this way. Everybody has challenges or struggles in their lives and no one's exempt. Now, whether it's a personal challenge or a professional challenge, um, you know, it's not so much what happens, but what we learn and how we can respond and, and share that I think really, truly matters and not downplaying pain or sorrow. And again, we're, we're all dealing with a lot of stuff that's happening right now. But if you're comfortable sharing a challenge personally or professionally that you overcame, became stronger because of it, what's that look like for you, David? So I think there's, you know, there's a number of challenges that, that happen every day. And then there's certain bigger challenges that typically happen earlier on in a career sure. whereby you've got to overcome that fear. And the truth is, it's like, mm -hmm. you know, even I've never been, I've actually been historically quite shy and, mm -hmm. and you know, a little bit awkward still, but that's fine. I kind of, you know, quirkiness of personalities, but I was never naturally a salesperson. So you know, when I when I went to do my first sales job, which was actually during my school holidays, vacation, um, and, and I went to work for an advertising company selling advertising space over the phone, I, I, I was terrible. I, I was mm. so bad. I was like the worst of the worst of the worst. They're wow. expecting me, me to be really good because my brother was like a natural sales guy, my older brother, mm. and he was like the legend there. And I showed up and they were like, you know, baby pawns, you're going to be incredible. <laughs> I was so bad. Um, wow. what, I, what I did is I just, I just kept it. It goes back to not giving up. I didn't think it was a talent within me like it was with maybe my brother or other people out there. But for me, it was just about, I'm going to do this. I'm not going to mm -hmm. give up. And I look back on myself back then and I actually think like that was pretty good because I had no track record. I'd never experienced any success. I hadn't even closed a deal. Hmm. Um, and, I, and I just went through that, just not giving up, not giving up. And eventually I just hit a wave. And, and once you hit that wave, um, you're closing deals, but then all the other deals that weren't closing before suddenly start closing as, as well. It's a wow. pipeline. Mm -hmm. So, so, so that the harder the time get, the times get, and the more we doubt ourselves, or the mo mm -hmm. more I've doubted myself historically, is the best opportunity, in my opinion, to mm -hmm. really just go for it, never give up, because that's when, as a salesperson, we're building up our pipeline. 
right. we're absolutely building up our pipeline when things are terrible. And, and, and the most important thing, again, is when they do get good, because they will, as mm-hmm. long as you stick to the formula, it's, it's going to get good. Right. You've got to maintain that pipeline even then. So you've got to keep going and going and going. It's all very mm. easy to take your foot off the gas and think, oh, I just closed this deal and that deal and this deal and, and, and things are great. But the moment we take our foot off the gas, it will start to dry up and we'll feel it a couple of months later. Well so said. it's just be consistent, consistency, never giving up and just mm. having that work ethic and, and having that belief. Because again, we're in a proven industry. You will, I will, everyone will be successful as long as we stick to the formula and Mm. it's never giving up being ethical and just keep going wow i mean david that that's huge and so many different takeaways inside there again and especially into this time frame where so many people are are feeling oh should i be you know holding back should i put pause And, and to me as you're saying and so many professionals that i love and respect as well it's not pause it's pivot it's continually moving forward and not just sitting back as, as you stated and that's constant never stopping no matter what market trends are happening or how good or bad you know business ends up being i mean you're doing it for the right reasons the right way and you're consistent it's just massive amounts of consistency gets it there uh, and, and i love that you had mentioned that coming from a true professional so many people this is going to ring into a lot of people's ears especially right now because there's there's a certain segment of the market especially you know real estate professionals that are they're concerned hey i'm going to contract i'm going to slow this down i'm going to pause this um, but the true pros, they're not, they're moving forward. They're understanding, they're showing respect and, and safety and everything that's happening, but they really continue down that path of success. And, and that's again, continual mindset and work ethic and drive support around you. I just, I love everything that you're saying. It's just, it's just spot on. Appreciate that. Yeah. Appreciate that. And, and again, you know, we're going through a strange time right now, but it's going to pass. Sure. And um, this is again, a great opportunity to, to reassess, reevaluate, be creative in the short term, but then, you know, when it passes, just be ready to rock and roll and, and, and be grateful, obviously, of, of what we've had before and, 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 and just see, you know, how, how difficult it can become. But then once you get through it, it's, it's that much sweeter at the, at the end. Love it. Okay. And, and I think that this is really, really great stuff. And again, thanks for sharing. It's not easy to do and, and air those thought processes out. But I want to shift gears to a slightly softer question. And this one that actually ended up being one of my favorites is the travel back in time question. So, David, if you could travel back in time, any time frame, any age range of your life and give your younger self a piece of advice or two, what would you say to young David? That's a good one. Hmm. I'd probably say just don't take shortcuts. Hmm. You know, be good and honest and never give up. Hmm. And you will become a success in anything you do. Um, but at the same time, just maintain balance, you know, don't, don't let anything, you know, define you as, as, as an entity, as a whole person, you've always got to realize that, you know, there's, there's going to be a work life balance Mm -hmm. and, you know, however many deals you close or however much money you make, it's not going to mean very much if, if you haven't been a good family member. Um, and and I'd probably say that I'd say, look, the, the, the success will come if you stick to the formula, but just mm. re- remember to keep the balance. Wow. Okay. And, and I, I'd love that question in particular. And again, that's, that's great advice, not just for young David, myself and everybody included who's watching or listening to this. It, it's stuff that we can't go back. And, and, and a lot of times we wouldn't want to change anything at all because what we came through and what we've experienced positive or negative made us who we are today. But that advice rings through to everybody right now. 
right? And if we're not doing those things, we're not living our life that way, if we're not focusing on the balance and everything you had mentioned, what are we doing, right? I mean, let's just really evaluate that and make sure. So you can't change the past, but you can change what you're doing today and you can affect the future. And that mentality and that advice is great. I mean, that's why I love that question. Um, at the end of the day, great question. that's great stuff all the way through. So we only got a couple left and this is actually one of the crowd pleasers into it. Cause again, everybody wants to learn from the Titans and how they're growing their minds. So this is the feeding of the mind question. So I'll lead into it this way. I mean, David books you're reading or read that inspire you, um, podcasts you're listening to influencers or coaches on social media. Uh, if it's, you know, conferences, conversations, I mean, how are you feeding your mind? I think I, have a bit of an obsession with knowing the history behind every single sale hmm. in the areas in which I work. Interesting. And I okay. think because information is key, that's what it comes down to. You know, mm -hmm. if you know as much as possible about what you're doing, then the chances are that you're going to convey that with confidence and honesty. So I kind of do obsess a little bit and I kind of do really focus on all of the sales in my market and try and stay on top of everything and every detail. Um, but you know, on a more general level, um, I think it's just a matter of learning how to switch off sometimes. Okay. Trying to put my phone down um, and just trying to be present. And, and there's a lot of meditation books out there and, um, speakers as well that are, that are great at, at getting that point across probably sure. one of the most difficult things to do as far as I'm concerned but you know sometimes being present is is so valuable mm -hmm. because if we're not present then we're not really living unfortunately yeah and and it's it's a harsh reality that so many of us deal with especially when it's just constantly go 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 move 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 goal 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 um, and keep setting that is we we do kind of forget that the present right is a gift and, and it, I think it really is I, I think that we all you know kind of go through that in our life balance and and thought process and you know you talked about your family and before we went live you know I was speaking about mine and it's just I, I think it's the most incredible thing and, and it goes by in the blink of an eye um, blink of an eye blink you know, of an eye so I just I love that and, and being able to have those boundaries and set the phone down and really set those expectations and learning from other people inside that there's so many meditation and things process that you can really do and accomplish but you just got to find your groove you got to find what works for you what works for you or for me might not work for someone else so totally. but you got to really want it and implement that and and I love that I mean you're pulling it from different sources and I love the fact that you really are diving deep and, and, and showing that obsession for the information because those are the real winners constantly learning and growing. That's how you're setting those expectations and standards and you show up to the table and have a conversation that the other person can't because I don't want to sit there and excuse my language, but I don't want to sit there and I don't want to sit there and bullshit for better use of the term. You know, right. I want to be able to, to say the facts and the only way you can say the facts is if you know them. So yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Love it. Huge advice, huge examples. And again, David, this has been a true honor and an incredible, incredible time frame. I got one more question to wrap everything up uh, for everybody out there, but uh, this ends up being a quote or mantra that sums you up as a man, as a professional. What's that look like for David Parnes? I mean, without sounding cheesy and, and, and I suppose repetitive, I'd probably say never give up. Hmm. Um, and, and, be the best person you can be, you know? So I think that should probably encompass 
family and work. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that, that rings through and through. And I think that's a beautiful, beautiful example all the way. And uh, by the way, easier said than done. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, <laughs> if, you do, if, you know if you don't have something to work for or towards, then, you know, hmm. we'd be lacking direction. So, yeah, I'd say that. Love it, my friend. And again, it's been a true honor and a blessing to have you on the show and sharing your story with everybody out there. I know that you're affecting so many people's lives um, in the real estate world and communities. Uh, So thanks again, my friend. It's an absolute thank you, Greg. You are an official real estate titan, I have to tell you. So you're (laughs) there, it's done. Um, But uh, everybody out there, thank you as well for your time and attention, your love and support. Thank you, guys. Um, it's a true honor to have amazing real estate professionals on here sharing their stories um, live every Tuesday and Friday afternoon, um, a different Titan, in a different location. I do want to give our shout out to our sponsor, Linebolt Media. If you're looking to grow and scale your business digitally with the best of the best in real estate, check out lineboltmedia.com. Uh, we'll catch everybody on the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. See you, David. Thank you. Thank you so much, Greg.